you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. The Around the NFL Podcast. Can't fight this feeling anymore. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined by a room filled with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Lindsey Rhodes. Yay. What's happening? Who was that singing, by the way? Matt Money. Matt Money Smith. Oh. Ario Speedwagon, not a one-hit wonder. Uh, no, absolutely not. Yeah, we, we were talking our 90s one-hit wonders on the last show. Uh, Money just delivering the, the high octave there. Very impressive. Uh, maybe. Were they a one-hit wonder? No, they had oh, no, three no. or four big hits. Okay. Yeah. I feel like Oreo Speedwagon, when I was like in elementary school, on a depressing Sunday driving around with my mom doing errands, obviously Oreo Speedwagon on the radio. Yeah. Do you remember the movie Last American Virgin? No. came out in like 1981 or 1982. But you watch it regularly? <laughs> no, we, my friends and I in high school would watch it because it had the best soundtrack of all time, but you could never find the soundtrack. So it was like the mythical great soundtrack. Who had inside? By the soundtrack. It wasn't available. Inside oh. 60 Seconds on Wes's first 1980 reference. <laughs> Early 80s reference what of the show. What do you want? That's when you I win. grew up. Um, all right. Great show today. Oh, man. It's so happy to have Lindsay here. I'm so happy to have Lindsay here. Welcome back, Lindsay. How are you? I'm doing really well, especially now that I'm here. You, I've, I've missed you guys. We, I mean, and, aside from the fact that you sit right next to me in the newsroom. <laughs> right. I've missed you in this environment. Very good. And you are just plowing through the top 100. It's down really? to the last 10 now. Top 10. Yeah. Uh, has this been a good experience for you? It's been fun. You've enjoyed it. I have. I have very much so. We, yeah, top 10 is always uh, – top 10. Top 100 is always fun for me. I like the show. Yeah, that is that is your baby. You are really the face of the top 100, as we talked about, which means with Lindsay here, we're going to get into some top 100. Uh, more, uh, more specifically, you know, maybe some issues we have with the top 100 because, Lindsay, we're not – now that we, we all kind of know each other a little better now, we can tell you that there has been some issues with the top 100 in this room in the past where people rank and whether – what kind of activity it is. And maybe we'll dig into it a little bit. That's no shock to me. Right. You're, it's like you're apologizing <laughs> to no. me. I didn't make the list. No apologies. Just, you know, laying it out there that, you know, maybe potentially you it have is. some disagreement. Potentially. So we're going to talk about that. Our issues with the top 100 also, uh, you know, as we promised, we're going to hit that mailbag up. Hit the old mailbag. Did you do a mailbag with us last time? I can't remember. I can't remember. I don't think so. You yeah. Qualas tu fantasia. That's exactly That's what right. we did. Very different. Qualas tu fantasia. That's good. <laughs> That's, That's very good. good. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll bring that back next week. Uh, I feel like it's uh, What's your fancy, of course. Uh, but not today. We're going to do the mailbag. Uh, we're going to get Connor or-, or back on the phone first. Now, I know, Lindsay, you have not been around for this yet. I am not. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's a weekly segment <laughs> where Connor, our New Jersey correspondent, gets something off his chest. And, and that's oh. going to that's gonna be part of the show today? Yep. It's oh, more like, I'm excited about Are this. you kidding me? There's a lot of it's different like hard-hitting social topics of the day. I feel like you just went Canadian or something on that. You have to <laughs> emphasize the or. Maybe it was that you just sounded happier than normal. And I I'm a pretty happy person. And I projected Canadian onto you. 
Ever since Wes Grew's uh, goatee, he seems a little bit happier. There's a bounce in my step? A little bit. Mm. Well, it might be fake, but... It's working with the ladies, he tells me. Well, that's not exactly what I said. No. I said, but that was That was the I point said, of what you said. I've had more conversations with strange women. That's, I think, what I said. Flawed and, women. And they were flawed. Yeah. Yes, that was my follow-up question, well, and he said that's yes. That's a given. <laughs> uh, all right. And now we go behind the glass. It's TD. Now, let's let's keep it real here. TD was not a part of the show on Tuesday. Uh, no coincidence that coming after the Thursday show where he gave us the lav mics and it led to a lot of te- technical difficulties. It was a one-show suspension, but he's back. Welcome, TD. What is going on, guys? And um, I'm appealing that suspension because, you know, I was doing <laughs> you <already served> it <laughs> completely <laughs> doing it for the team. It's kind of like how you take a tackle injection or, you know, you, you hit a guy back for hitting your teammate because, you know, I'm looking ahead to the season, looking ahead of what we can be doing as a team, oh. as a video it's team. Interesting strategy to appeal the suspension after you serve it. <laughs> it's funny you bring up suspensions. We'll be getting to many today. Well, we will suspension be. Suspension uh, But I also want to say that Won't work. it was a show that I didn't well, fight too hard. Well, it work for one of them. Yeah. It was a show I, would, I wouldn't fight too hard to be on because, I mean, that guy, Mark Sessler, is back. And, oh. You know, you know. Well, I know, you know, it always goes back to you shots know, at Mark. No, it, a, I'll say this. You, Mark, I'll you've say lacked this. professionalism for roughly the entire summer, so <laughs> I'm not surprised to hear anything that you say. I'll say this. Kind of like Jamie Foxx. I'm not a huge fan of Jamie Foxx, the actor. I'm a big fan of Jamie Foxx, the artist. Great R&B songs. <laughs> Same thing with Art. you. I love your Instagram. It's a regular Jackson Pollock. Yo, the podcaster, Mark Sessler. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. Just saying. Well, the, listen, I'm not coming off a one-game suspension for not being appealed professional. Suspension. Well, it was not appealed. You served it, and rightly so. Happy to have you back. Lindsay, do you feel the awkwardness in the room? This is like a family busting apart at the seams. I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving all of a sudden. I was going to say the same thing. This reminds me of a lot of Thanksgiving dinners from the early 90s. I'm having a good time. It's good to be in a room with a fellow <laughs> Emmy winner like Lindsay herself. <laughs> That's for your Emmy reel. What? What? <laughs> I was wondering where that when that was coming in. You actually showed some restraint before dropping it. I had to hold it off. Can we just hear it again now? I clip that for your Emmy reel. What? What? All right. I love that he brought up the Emmys just so he could segue himself <laughs> sure. into the thing that he it's wanted. How TD to get rolls? Into the That's show. how I wake up every morning. That was <laughs> All right, let's do some news. I heard about a third fight between you and Apollo behind closed doors. Mm. Is that true? How do you know all this? I'm a son. Right in the old Zeuser's, uh, you know, a little soft spot. You hit anything Rocky related. Oh, I'm excited about Creed. That trailer is fantastic. I love me some Michael B. Jordan. Oh, that's if I was if I was acting, which I'm not. But if I was oh, here acting, we go. I feel like me and Michael B. would be up for the same roles. Oh God. Damn. Yeah, I could see that. Oh, thanks, Liz. I could see that. Uh, I talking about young I Denzel do, however, behind the glass. <laughs> it's so funny you just said that. Young seriously. Denzel. Go ahead, Lindsay. I, I want to know if that – did that clip have to do with anything that we're about to discuss, or was that just an excuse to play a movie clip that you enjoyed? It's yes. Ex- exactly, Mark. Okay. I, he understands me sometimes. But, I mean, it's a great trailer. Everyone's been talking about it. And that was probably, probably the best here. part of the trailer to me. He delivered that line so well. It could have been cheesy. It could have, it's kind of like when a movie says its name title. Part I'll give a little Rocky – are you familiar with the franchise? I am, though I don't remember much of it because I was too young when I watched it. Okay. I am, well, the part where he says, I heard there was a fight behind the scenes, that was at the end of Rocky Three. They meet up in the church, just Rocky and Apollo, after Rocky beats Clubber Lang. And they, the movie freeze frames on the two of them connected. Right, then turns into oh, like yeah. a painted yes, background. Yes, a Leonard, uh, what is it, Neiman? Yes. All right. It's like and, a regular Friday night in Kevin Patrick's world. <laughs> Sully <laughs> says this is the start of Rocky Four. What? Sully says that's not, not Rocky 3. Started Rocky 4. No, they redo it again in 4, too, uh, but it originally happens in 3. All right. Was Rocky 5 the one with the MC Hammer song in it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's the less talked that. about that movie. <laughs> yeah. I went to an MC better. Hammer concert once. Right. Wow. Cool. Did. We'll yeah. get into that. And we'll wow. get into right. Lindsay's pick of her really one hit wonder concerts. of the 90s mm. uh, a little later in the show. But let's do some news now. All right. We'll start. Yes. You know, it's been very quiet this week in the news, and we should have seen this coming because uh, the holiday weekend. The official NFL holiday weekend, league office-wise, closes on Fridays, which means they had to dump some stuff. And they ended up dumping four suspensions on us. So we'll go one by one. We'll start. Let's go in descending order of, in my estimation, importance. And you guys could, you know, disagree with me. But we'll start with San Diego in San Diego, where Antonio Gates, one of the best players in the history of that franchise, 
has been suspended four games for violating the league's policy on performance-enhancing substances. Uh, Gates will doesn't look like Gates is going to appeal this. He he said that uh, he had been taking some supplements and quote holistic medicines in an effort to recover from this past season. It triggered a positive test, which triggers a four-game ban without pay. It keeps keeps him out of games against the Lions, Bengals, Vikings, and Browns. And um, Antonio Gates uh, accepted it. The responsibility said, "I am under. I understand that I am responsible for what is in my body, and I have always believed." That ignorance is no excuse when it comes to these issues. I take full responsibility for my actions. Uh, Mark, we'll start with you. Your thoughts. Well, last year we, around this time, tried to paint the narrative that Ladarius Green was a superstar in the making. And we were incorrect on many levels. And he's going to have to step up and play the first four games. I mean, tight end's a big part of that offense. And, you know, Phillip Rivers and Gates have been in lockstep for ages. So... This is a loss for their offense, I think, absolutely. It's a loss, but I think that Ladarius Green could start for half the teams in the NFL. He's one of the fastest tight ends in the league, which is why he was on our Making the Leap series. And I think they'll miss Gates in the red zone. He uses his body as well as any tight end outside of Gronk, I guess, or Jimmy Graham. But um, Ladarius Green, will. I think the Chargers offense will be fine with him in there. Gives him time to know what's going to happen to We had Green as our Making the Leap guy last year. It didn't check out, but he definitely has the skills to do it, you know? Yeah, it only didn't check out because he didn't get enough playing time. The, Antonio Gates was um, – the fantasy community had written him off, but he was obviously still a good player. That's why Green didn't play as much. Your thoughts, Lindsay? So uh, th- this is what I think of when I hear this, and I don't want to necessarily attach this thought to Antonio Gates, but I think of when players are aging at the end of their career mm. – I might be more likely, and again, I don't know anything about this current situation. I might be more likely to think that maybe something was done on purpose because you get to a certain point in your career and you, if you are coming off an injury or something, it's harder to recover and it, it becomes a choice sometimes of I can take something that I know is illegal that's going to actually fix my injury and allow me to recover and then I'm going to continue to play for a couple more years or not take that and not be able to play for a couple more right. years and collect that paycheck. Mm. And if I get caught, I could be suspended. Right. But do I care versus not getting a paycheck and not playing at all? And I, I, I won. And I'm not saying that that's the case here. But I always wonder that kind of when players get up there toward the end he, of their career. He I'm just turned 35. Yeah. And it's it's telling to me that, and it, it again speaks to the beating these guys take th- th- during the uh, course of a season that he felt he needed to take these things to recover from the season, even though he had a period of months for his body to get right. So it yeah, tells you a lot. Not that he needed to take PEDs, because, again, he has said in his statement that he didn't take anything knowingly, but he did admit to taking some sort of supplement or something like that that he didn't know was illegal to recover. So he's taking something. Uh, Lindsay, a quick rundown of the holistic medicines you are taking right now. <laughs> uh, you could share this with us. Go ahead. I, I don't even know what fits into that category. I don't even take vitamins. So you don't? Neither do I. No, I'm very unhealthy. Hard to categorize what's going into her body and yours and mine and Wes's. Well, we, I mean, if we want <laughs> to we, share, why, why do we want to go down that road? That's I don't a know. whole different type of podcast. Start. It is. That's our Health Watch podcast, which will air after our Theology podcast. We got a nice like we could, we should have like a serious XM channel at this point. Who is less qualified to talk about Health Watch than the three of us? Well, that's fair. Three of us. The three of us men. I'm sure you're much healthier than the three of us. Oh, no, I just told you. I'm very unhealthy. Oh. Well, Lindsay I, sometimes walks by while we're eating lunch, and she gets angry that, that maybe not angry, but well, she's, yeah, she gets fair. jealous that we're eating, like, nice lunches, and you feel that maybe you can't do that. You have, like, fried chicken and fries or something <laughs> like that, chicken. and it, like, smells, well. <laughs> and it smells delicious, but it's not something that I should go purchase from our huddle cafeteria. That's typically on Wes. So I don't, that's not I, fair. You know, I often think I Wes gets the main food. dish. I don't eat fried food. Well, it's always some like gigantic pasta thing wrapped inside like a bread roll. I don't Mark know. doesn't <laughs> like food. Uh, moving on. The next suspension, uh, the New York Jets. My Jets. Oh, man. Sheldon Richardson, who's been one of their best players for the last couple of years, 2013 Defensive Rookie of the Year. He will miss the first four games of the year for violating the NFL policy and program for substances of abuse. Uh, Richardson will miss uh, four games comeback uh, after the team's week four matchup against the Dolphins. Richardson also, this is not going to be an appeal situation. He apologized to 
for letting everyone down and all that. Todd Bowles, the Jets coach, uh, called the band disappointing for Sheldon and the team. Uh, so we don't know exactly what uh, – there are some reports out there that what it might be, but we don't know what the what the substance of abuse is. But this is different than Gates, who was a PD, and this is uh, something else. Lindsay, your thoughts? Well, thank goodness they drafted Leonard. Yes. That's my initial thought. And my second thought is when did they know that this happened? It is weird to mm. find out the teams – obviously learn at a different time than we do often about about how things fall, but I can't imagine it's been that long. Well, even if it was, didn't know prior to would the you? Draft. No. Would not, you? That, not that you don't draft Leonard Williams. Right. If you're not losing Sheldon Just four Richardson. Just And I'm not, right. yeah. Right. I guess or unless it but is. He, he becomes so much more valuable. Right. And unless it's something we don't know behind the scenes, maybe Sheldon Richardson is someone they're concerned about. Well, again, mm-hmm. we don't know. But then you also got the Mo Wilkerson contract situation. So maybe we see the Jets of having this embarrassment of riches and the Jets are, you know, think, thinking two steps ahead uh, in this case. But I guess the, the silver lining, uh, if you're a Jets fan like myself, or even if you're in that building, is that. You have this great new piece in Leonard Williams. Now, instead of like having to scheme up a way to get him on the field, you're going to plug him right in. You're going to give him a full training camp and four preseason games, and then you're probably going to give him four starts. Uh, so it looks like the Jets are going to get a good look at what they drafted. Yeah, I think it with with these suspensions, the report was marijuana. Let's just throw that out there. And I, the CBA was signed in 2011. The mood of the country has shifted since then, and I think – People are going to start to question why are these players getting suspended when the last three presidents we've had, as Roto World's Pat Doherty pointed out today, have admitted to drug use and marijuana. The country doesn't feel the same way about this as it did four years ago when the CBA was signed. I think we're going to have to start asking why are they getting suspended four games for this kind of thing. When you already hear that tested or not tested, huge chunks of the current NFL rosters are filled with players that are using medicinal marijuana on some level. And it's I think you're exactly right that they're going to have to confront this. As for where what it means for the Jets real quick, I mean, I think it's funny that in April we're like, oh, why would you draft this kind of defensive player? You already have three or four of these guys. Every NFL season rips players off rosters, injuries, suspensions. You need you, you just go after the best player you can. And from another angle, we freak out about anything that's four games long going into the season. The first month feels so big. But the season is so long that four games is absolutely, by the time you get to week 13, 14, that is a million years ago. They're going to have all these guys. All right, moving on. Suspension number three. The Dallas Cowboys have lost Orlando McClain uh, for four games. Also a violation on the policy against substances of abuse. McClain also uh, is not taking the appeal road. He apologized uh, you know, I would not break the rules of, of the profession in the future. I regret my er- error, blah, 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 blah. This is the same Rolando McClain who, uh, you know, put his career back on the right track after two separate retirements. He ended up having a breakout year last season uh, after the Cowboys lost Sean Lee. They re-signed him to a one-year deal, and he was facing a four-game uh, fine already, and now he has, uh, for a, pri- a prior uh, issue, uh, with uh, substance of abuse, and now a four-game suspension. So, to me, huge red flag that McLean is back in trouble and, and a good reason why he got a one-year deal even off a great season. He was retired twice by the age of 24. I mean, this is nothing for him, a four-game suspension. <laughs> That's just like a nap. Maybe he thought, well, wait, I'm not getting paid for the first four games. I ain't going to go to work either. You think you're a man of that little integrity, you believe, Rolando McClain to be? I'm not saying that. It's one of the many theories that are possible. It's a big day of theories. <laughs> Probably That's improbable. all we can do. Lindsay, your thoughts? I mean, it's hard to be totally surprised because of his history. And you have to figure that that Dallas is prepared for something like this in but his they- case because because of the lack of reliability, I suppose, in the past. He's such a good player, but you got to be able to back him up. He missed a few games last year, and Anthony Hitchens, who was a rookie at the time, played pretty well, uh, especially in run defense. They picked up Jasper Brinkley, who's a similar type of guy who does well in run defense. The question is, how will they play on passing downs? Sean Lee is really good on passing downs. They might have to play more safeties. And let me just again point out, because and I took a lot of heat because uh, I wrote about how I thought the Cowboys could come back to earth this season. Um and, you know, not that this is going to be the reason they might not, but at the same time, it's like 
everything worked right for Dallas last year, right down to Rolando McClain showing up out of nowhere and being a main cog in their defense. So all of a sudden now he's gone four games. You don't know what kind of guy's going to come back. Is he gonna, was he a one-hit wonder? Callback, last podcast, professional. Or is he going to be, you know, you know what I mean? It's like the Cowboys, you cannot assume they're going to replicate what they did you last just year. just block all of those Cowboys fans who complained. It's June or early July. Who cares what your analysis is? ESPN's Tim McMahon tweeted also, uh, uh, McLean, of McLean, he said, uh, good thing he rehabbed back home in Alabama, huh? I guess he made the choice to stay home and get right rather than work with the team. It's never what, a good sign of those guys do not, in Alabama. Yeah, don't do it. Finally, this is number four on my suspension list, Lindsay. And, you know, I don't know if that is disrespectful to a former making the leap candidate of around the NFL. Uh, Dayton Jones of the Packers uh, is suspended without pay for one game for violating the league's policy against substances of abuse. Uh, this is the same Jones who battled an ankle injury last season, had just one and a half sacks. Uh, this is entering his third year, and they thought maybe – uh, as a first-round pick, this would be the year he gets going. And be sure, sure he could still. It's only one game, but not a great start. Uh, well, it, first of all, in your defense, it makes sense that he would be last because it's only one game. Okay, cool. There you go. I'm covered. So, uh, and as far as how it impacts the team, obviously this is just one game, and you figure they have the depth to to handle this. So probably not that big of a deal for the Packers. Certainly not a good start for Dayton Jones in a big kind of – not make it or break it, but in a show-me-what-you-got kind of season for him. I mean, it is because they, they're they going to have to decide whether they want to pick up his fifth-year option after this season, and I think he's got all the talent in the world. That's a, not unlike some of the other guys that we feel like maybe we picked a little early for making the leap. He hasn't become the guy that we thought he would last summer, but it's not for lack. I mean, you know, this he was trying this offseason. He was doing yoga and all this other stuff, trying to get his body more flexible. Packers said that defensive line is as deep as it's been in a long time. Against the Bears, week one, not an issue. He'll be back. <laughs> B.J. Raji's healthy this year. They didn't have him last year. So that, I mean, he might be even better than Dayton Jones. Who cares? What does healthy mean? 412 pounds? What is, where does he weigh in? <laughs> is this another shot against food, Mark? No, I'm asking a question. I thought that I, was a gigantic I'm not aware of B.J. Raji's weight. Sorry. Um, that's what's happening in the news, and uh, hopefully there nothing else happens today. Nobody else gets suspended. I'm trying to do a podcast here, Dad. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on. How'd that go? Oh, let's think of Lindsay. Um, we're about to talk about the top 100. You've been on our podcast a few times now. Uh, how about with the finale of Top 100 coming up, you give us a prominent on-camera role over an old Studio One? Hmm. Thoughts? I, I'm, you're going to have to repeat yourself. Okay, right? okay. It makes that little sense, I think, is what she's saying. You've been on our podcast several times. Yes. We oh, welcome now, you now it's time arms. to reciprocate? The finale show, a lot of eyeballs going to be on it. Maybe it's time. We're on stage two. That's He's, what threw me off. Oh, there okay. you go. So I was like, okay. "What? What? Do you want to be on total access?" I thought it was because you were looking at your to phone, but you're top saying, 100? "Okay." Yeah, see how I covered for myself? Yes. It might have been both, but okay. It's time to have the old Zeuser on TV. Wait, no, I say the whole group, <laughs> even TD, put him in the background. I have him sweeping up. In the background. <laughs> sweeping. How did you get to be the sweeper, Dan? I'll have you. I'll have you know. Only Emmy winners are allowed on TV. Oh wow. Right. You know, That's gonna, not true. Gonna, I've seen some of the other people on TV. We're going to have a live studio audience. We could plan. <laughs> we could sit there. That would work. <laughs> That's all we need. We That's have a seat trade. for you. We will sit there. And <laughs> if Rest falling right, how about this? front row. We sit there, but if, if there isn't a way to work us into it, we will boo lustily throughout the, <laughs> throughout the show, however long it is. How long is it? An hour? Two hours? Uh, it's an hour. Okay. However, I was afraid you guys are going to milk it. It's yeah. a two-hour finale and then an hour-long okay. reaction show. So the studio audience is actually sitting there for three hours. That's a bit of a milk, i got to say. Let's cut but it down. it's so worth it, though, isn't it? They Absolutely. Three hours. In fact, time. Wednesday, next Wednesday at what time, Lindsay? 8 Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern. Yes. That's when you could see that finale. Yes. The top, top 100. 10. 10 to 1. The big reveal. Who is the greatest player in the NFL? Now, that leads us to our next topic. Um and uh, again, I don't want to, you know, make things weird uh, because Lindsay is the face of the top 100 countdown. Uh, and, you know, just saying you're making it weird just by the whole setup. <laughs> just saying. Like, so I don't, don't want to make it weird. There, there might you some some criticism might be coming down the pike. That's all. OK, 
uh, I feel like she could get personal. It. So this is uh, a segment I like to call, uh, what's wrong with the top 100? <laughs> Lindsay Rhodes is the host of the top 100 players of 2015, but is in no way affiliated with the voting process of the program. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So I think now that everything's out there and there's an official disclaimer, now we, we're okay. safe. Now we can move on. Safe My feelings will not be hurt. Let me start right. Let me start by just uh, unveiling uh, twenty through eleven, which aired yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, great content by Lindsay, I thought. So, yeah, I uh, made it all myself. Twenty: Demarius Thomas of the Broncos. Nineteen: Patrick Peterson. Eighteen: Jordy Nelson. Seventeen: Revis Island. Love it. Sixteen: Le'Veon Bell. Fifteen: Des Bryant. Ooh, we got the big boys now on this list. Uh, Fourteen: Luke Keekley. Thirteen: Julio Jones. Twelve: Jamal Charles. And eleven: Ooh, outside the top ten: Richard Sherman. Which I'm sure. Furious, did did I'm he tweet sure about it? Probably in his mind, if not out in the earth. This all I didn't seems... see a tweet. Des Bryant tweeted. Wait, I it? saw that. He tweeted, yeah. LOL. Yep, at NFL Network, right? Yeah. yeah. This all seems yeah. eminently reasonable. There's nothing offensive here at all. Uh, what, why did You made a comment uh, when you read Darrell Revis's name. Oh, I was happy. No, I was okay with it. He's in the top 20. If he would have been outside the top 20, I would have been upset. Because Eric Davis was very upset that he was 17. He thought he should be higher? He said that he, he could make an argument for Jarrell Revis why he should be number one overall. Stop. Let's, uh, let's hear it, E.D. Bring him in. E.D. Wheelman, he's, we have him in handcuffs. <laughs> I don't know why he would be in handcuffs. It's weird. Oh, because he would have to forcibly be on our show. Makes sense. All right. Moving. I like how you worked that out. <laughs> I got out of it. Quickly. yourself. I got in and got Wes out. Wes and I just standing back. Uh, yeah, I have no problem with this, these 10. Of course... Does Brian at 15 doesn't bother you? The fact that who, I th- the only thing that surprised me last night, and I was maybe a little bit surprised that Darrell Revis was not in the top 10, but not very. And the fact that Des Bryant ranked below Julio Jones surprised What's me. What's wrong with that? They now, should, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I didn't, I didn't see that coming at all. Because I think when you have conversations with people about who's the top receiver in the league, for the last few years it's been obviously that's Calvin. This is the first year in a couple of years yes. where you kind of have more of a conversation. And the names that get thrown out there in that conversation are Calvin, Antonio, and Dez. That's only because Dez plays for the Cowboys. I mean, he Really, had, though? Yeah, really. Julio Jones, six, look at what he did last year. 16 touchdowns last year for Dez. He still, look at Julio Jones' yards. Everyone knows that you're the guy getting the ball. Look at Julio Jones' yards. Everybody knows he's getting the ball. Well, I mean, and he's, it's, got, he's averaging well, over 100 he's yards a Roddy. game. They're separated by two spots. Roddy's not yeah. good anymore. I don't think um, I don't think Dez has reached his ceiling yet either. He he fades from their game plan occasionally, which is very strange, and you don't see that from any he of these. Can other only top run guys. like six or seven routes. If you if you are starting a team from scratch for next year only, which wide receiver do you want to start with? Between the two of them, I, I would any, go any, Julio Jones. Any. That's why I don't have a problem really? with him above Odell Dez. Beckham. You would start your team with Julio. Well, are, we, are we talking these two, or are we talking anyone? I would no, start any, any Odell Beckham. I think that's an easy decision. But Odell Beckham over just for one year. I'm not saying like you're signing him for the life of his. Contract oh, for or one year, like that. Calvin Johnson. So right now, Calvin yeah. Johnson or Odell Beckham, one or the other. I'd stick with Julio Jones. I'd stick with Dez. But back to the question though, Julio Dez, just one of those. I mean, it's well, a he coin, says it's Julio. A coin, obviously, yeah. if he'd take Julio over anyone, I'm a little nervous. I will, Dez I'll is always, better in the red zone. Julio's better all over the rest of the field. I'll always it's, be nervous about Julio Jones's foot too, because you don't know. What about Dez Bryant's back or Dez Bryant's extracurricular activities? Fair. Oh, all fair points. And listen, that is the type of stuff that the top 100 brings. Debate. Healthy debate. <laughs> uh, so let's now go. Now, this is what now we're going to get to it. Now, okay. we're going to go around the horn twice, uh, which, although it is the name of an ESPN program, not affiliated, <laughs> and the intellectual property is not exclusive, so we can't well, use the Ours title. has twice in the title. Also, ah, anyone who's ever played go. Little League Baseball threw the ball around the horn. Exactly. The old around the horn double play. Five, four, three. Anyone who ever sailed around Africa went around the horn. Did that too. Took An effective callback to a dying sport. <laughs> I was waiting for Mark <laughs> to take an unfair shot. All right, Mark, uh, we'll start with you. We're going to now each of us pick two names on the list. Now, Lindsay, I'm going to bring up the spreadsheet that has the entire list, so do not look. Wait a minute. Listen, don't look. We have total access to the spreadsheet. Like You're that. not giving her the there top ten. There is so now. much wrong with this, by the way, and I'm going to tell on you. All right, don't say anything. All right, I'm gonna tell on you. Now we're going to look only from 100 to 11. To the okay, and uh, we'll start with you, Mark. Name one of the players that have been revealed so far where you looked at and you said that guy is either way too high, way too low, or shouldn't be on the list at all. 
Well, it's easy for me because this is what gets me upset about the top 100 to start with is where the quarterbacks place. Matt Ryan at 77. And Mark's not kidding. He really does get upset. It, it, well, what's your problem with my, that? My problem is I just view this as valuable player. How much value does he bring to his team? Matt Ryan is more value, valuable than send Derek Marks. I can't believe he's below Charles Woodson and Julius Thomas. You start a team with a guy like Matt Ryan, and I think that some of the quarterbacks, they just had to find a place to put them, and there's what kind of season did the entire team have last year? A quarterback takes a hit on that big time with wins. And I look at Matt Ryan, and I say he should be a lot higher on this list because a franchise quarterback is eminently more valuable than some of the schmoes that are above him. I don't know what else Schmoes to say. Schmoes is kind of a harsh That's term. a well, shot. Well, and by the way, is. you just threw Charles Woodson into the category of schmo. By well, no, argument. I think that he – I respect I Charles Woodson. <laughs> and I know he's been attached to the show before, so I respect the guy. But he is – I would not say – That's why I had the disclaimer, by the way. Well, no. it's just I, this reason. I think I look at it a little differently than what it may actually be. But Charles there's Woodson's no, on there for reputation. I mean, that, that's it, what it is. Right. Right. Here's 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 what I would say to that. If So the way that they vote, and I think I've – I've said this before on the show, so I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself. Guys get handed a blank list, and it's 1 through 20. Mm -hmm. And you say, who are the top 20 players in the league? And one is weighted higher than 20 um, on down. So my question is, who's putting Matt Ryan in their top 20? Who's putting Charles Woods? Yeah, I mean, my problem is not so much that maybe some people don't see Matt Ryan in the top 20, Mm -hmm. but that some of these other guys that are shooting up ahead of him are getting votes. So maybe your issue is the way the list is made that would allow Sundaric Marks to be ahead of Matt Ryan. Well, I don't have a problem with maybe where Matt Ryan places among other quarterbacks. But, yes, when you have Sundaric Marks ahead of him, I just have a hard time saying that he is a better or more valuable player. Okay. Uh, Wes, your turn. I don't want to defy you in any way. Di- can, can I put Defy away. Can I put both of my guys here? Because they're kind of related. Yeah, go ahead. So I've got Odell Beckham and Adrian Peterson. I think Beckham was 32 and Peterson was 62. From the time Odell Beckham hit the starting lineup, he was the best receiver in the NFL last year. And I don't think that's even debatable. It's on film and the numbers show it. However you want to sell it. Now, his detractors – his detractors really here are crazy because they point to the catch and they think he's only famous because of the catch. Mm -hmm. But really, the film shows everything, that he's just really that good and the catch really has nothing to do with it. I mean, he's just really – he's unstoppable, so how can you get better than unstoppable? Okay, let me jump in. So who that is ahead of him at his position would you put him ahead of? Every single one of them. This is the purpose – So he's better already than Demarius Thomas, Jordy Nelson, Des Bryant? yes. The purpose of this list is how good are you going into 2015, right? Yes. Right. From everything we've seen at Odell Beckham, from the time he hit the starting lineup, he was better than all of those wide receivers. Are you, but, okay. I think I can help a little bit if there's any disconnect. Lindsay, Wes has something that's called the stable of boys. And within this stable, there are certain players that are Wes's boys that he keeps in a stable, and they're all to himself. And no one else knows about it, and Wes visited, visits it, and that's, they hang out. That's now, all fun and games. Now, wait, wait, wait. Let me finish. Now. But it's a very real thing. It's Wes's guys that he loves. Odell Beckham stands above all those other stable of boys guys, and he even has a penthouse in the stable that's just Odell Beckham. So that's why Wes is so passionate, because it's his favorite player in football. No, I'm that passionate because if you watch these players play, and a lot of analysts do this for a living, if you watch Odell Beckham play and you are and you don't walk away thinking he's one of the best players in the NFL, your eye for football doesn't work. It just doesn't. But I, mean, you just, I, think, I think the question is, so we've seen him do it for uh, however many games he played last year. Uh, twelve. Okay, there you go. Thank you. I was hoping somebody was going to jump gotcha. in the exact number. Uh, so 12 games. And... I think a lot of people just want to see him do it again. They want to see defenses adjust. They want to see him with a legitimate wide receiver on the other side. Um, you know, yeah, I think, no, yeah, that's fair. And you have to. And what about the idea of this list? Like coming in at 32 after one year, has anyone ever been that high on this list in the six years or whatever that we've done this after one season? That's Andrew Luck it, is like, one of the few. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, and but so it shows really, you. It, it show, yeah. it, I think part of what you said before with Charles RG3 Woodson is also. the respect factor, right? Well, yeah, I, well, the problem with this list is that it's supposed to be 
how good is this player going into the 2015 season? And this is where I bring in Adrian Peterson as well. Because last year we dealt with the same thing with Julio Jones, who didn't make the top 100 because he missed 11 games. So if you're injured the previous year, the players forget about you. So Adrian Peterson missed 15 games. The players put him at 62. And I guess my point is you could make the argument Adrian Peterson's the best running back in the NFL. Odell Beckham's the best wide receiver. These guys are top five NFL players, not 32 and 62. Yeah, I I would say I think Peterson was uh, near the top five last year, right? Uh, yeah, he tumbled. Right like, he was number four. Now, he tumbled and 61 that spots. Obviously, is a fair spot for him. And I I guess I don't have a problem with after missing the entire season, uh, maybe docking him a little bit, and it's a little show me that you still are the top five guy. I get why he's lower. I don't even I, think it has anything to do with that. I don't think anyone thinks that he's the 62nd best player right. in the league. I think what you have here are players that vote based on 2014. So they say he didn't play in 2014, so I can't put him on my list at all. And yeah. then you have other players that say, who's the best player in the league? Well, clearly it's Adrian Peterson, and he's near the top of their mm. list. So that's how he ends up in the middle. It's like when, like when Peyton didn't play the right. year that he didn't exactly. play. He was 50. We exactly. need clarification when they go into the voters' booth. I, I agree, but... That's not my. I'm call. tilting at windmills here. I'll. Uh, I would like to sit next to every. Uh, I'd like to hand out I'd the like ballot. To say that. And you say, should have like a security jacket on. Yeah. Here is the criteria, so yeah. we don't have to argue about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love that. Could you tell NFL.com readers the same? All uh, you know the reputation thing. They gotta. The I know the players. They vote on this. They respect these guys. But I'll I'll name both of mine right now, and then we'll throw it back to you, Mark, to close it. But Adam Vinatieri, who had a very nice season at age seven thousand or whatever it is, uh, I I love me some Adam. Vin- Even as a Jets fan, I, I respect Vinatieri for what he's done in his career, and he's going to the Hall of Fame, or he should. Uh, but he is not the 98th best player in the NFL. Well, and by the way, Randall Cobb, two spots below him. Are you trying <laughs> exactly. to, oh, well, who's going on here? Show me one GM, and I know that's not the Hold qualifications on. that would take Calais Vinatieri. Campbell yeah. is also below him. This is easy. Randall Cobb just signed for $10 million a year. Let me know when Vinatieri makes $10 million in a five-year span or whatever. So, well, I almost have to hand it to the players for showing a little bit of respect uh, for kickers who are part of the game. He shouldn't be here. Come on. Enough, Adam. You've had a, you've had a nice life. And uh, the other one I have an issue with, I want you to at least stats, all right? You, I'm sure you could guess who this is, but here we go. Se- uh, 67% completion percentage, 4,952 yards, 32 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, 103.3 passer rating. That's Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And, and this guy is incredible, and he's been incredible for many years, and he's actually getting better now that he's around a great offense. So his placement, I believe he is in he is 26. 26. Well, that is, you know, that's great shakes. That's a nice spot to be. I think Ben Roethlisberger has earned the right to be thought of as maybe a top 10 player or at the very least to be in the group that was revealed on Wednesday, which is in that next tier up, 20 to 11, which are some real heavy hitters. Ben Roethlisberger is a Hall of Famer. Uh, and a guy in his prime right now that's just going to break every record the Steelers have ever had, or he already has probably, he should be higher on this list. One note on Ben, because this was where I wanted to go initially before Dan picked Ben, was that as a someone that's watched Big Ben torch the Cleveland Browns 4,000 times, we've had Joe Hayden and Joe Thomas in our team during many of those losses, two great players and foundational players, but you cannot tell me that if you switched in a roster switch, you gave the Steelers Joe Hayden and you gave the Browns Ben Roethlisberger for the next four years, that the Browns aren't a much better team. The Browns would trade Joe Thomas and Joe Hayden for Big Ben. Absolutely, because it comes down for me with this as positional value too, and Big Big Ben belongs 20 spots higher. I have no problem with it. Uh, And I'm looking at, Lindsay, the 20 through 11 reveal. Did we have any QBs on that? I believe we did not. We didn't, so... Uh, do you know how many are left? How many quarterbacks? Four. Are? All right, four, four quarterbacks left. Okay. In the top ten. That's good. And I guess we can, uh, you know, take a guess what they are. But it, I would say any of the four that it's have clearly Rodgers, Brady, Peyton, and Luck. Okay. Missing. So are Ryan we Boyer, upset Tony. that Roethlisberger is behind those guys? Should he be ahead? Of- he should be way ahead of Peyton Manning. No. No. Way ahead of Peyton Manning. No. This is the way you remember that the players vote. And the player respect for Peyton Manning. See that you're right. Well, he's, he's right. Way Which is, charts. is that not valid though? Peyton. It's, no, is I Peyton. totally agree. Well, we're right. not voting for 2013. We're voting for 2015. Right, but I thought and we were. He all... couldn't throw in the last eight games of the year. So, but I thought we were also saying he was hurt 
and he, he's healthy now. So, But I, you don't know if he is. You have no idea. Just like you don't know don't, if Adrian Peterson is the same guy anymore. No, no, no. We, There's no injury concerns with Adrian Peterson. We don't know if Peyton Manning can throw. We don't know that he can't. And until I know that Peyton Manning cannot throw, I want Peyton Manning every day but, of the uh, week as my but quarterback. But we do know that Preach. he – we do I know mean, that he was the problem in their loss to the Colts because he couldn't throw, and we don't. Right. To me, he's that's on tape. That well, happened, so but you have to consider. The it. problem isn't Peyton Manning being in the top ten because you simply can't ask NFL players to vote differently at this point after after what he's been in the league. The problem is Big Ben being disrespected the way he was. Something's wrong in the perception there. No, I agree. I uh, do wonder. Uh, Russell Wilson is ahead of him, and I I I, I probably wouldn't have done that myself. And Russell Wilson, yep. by the way, I wrote uh, our, our reaction piece last week. It's just the way sports work. If uh, they hand it off to Marshawn Lynch or Malcolm Butler doesn't exist and they win the second Super Bowl, I think Russell Wilson's a top ten player on this list. But it's just one play can do yeah, that. It, good point. It's that, it's that big. See, I think, I think it's interesting, Seth, because you're looking at this list more from like a this guy is 27 and there's no way – or well, specifically Ben Roethlisberger is 26 – and there's no way there's 25 players that you'd rather take prior right. to drafting Ben right. Roethlisberger for your team. I tend to look at it more uh, as like positional rankings because I think it makes sense that you're only going to, if you're listing 20 names, you're only going to come up with a handful of quarterbacks, and then you're going to go, okay, who else is really good? Who's the best cornerback? Oh, I'm going to vote for that guy. Right. Who's the best safety? That guy. Who's the best defensive tackle? You're going to throw other positions on there that makes sense. so that you fill out your list. Well, and I, so yeah. I, I never get really hung up on the fact that he's lower on the list, although I think that's a totally valid way of looking at it. Obviously, it's the top 100, not the top six, uh, you know, corners and the top 12 running backs or right. I think you're you're absolutely right and I and I know I realize I'm kind of just you know spitting in the wind on this but it's it's like I I would like the top 10 or 15 just to be quarterbacks but that's just not what the exercise is and we, I get that we talk about you know coming up with natural nicknames we struggled with a with a, my nickname with Lindsay uh, but naturally you just dropped a cess at mark mm. and that's that, been that's what it's about that's natural nickname. That's pure. But that's that's like half of his name. That's not even like – that's not a witty nickname I, that I just came up with. I, but I just think it speaks to the growing bond of the four people in this room right now. That, By the way, yeah. I get ripped on Twitter for not having come through on the old Zeuser. People are very angry. I really, are they? Listen, I love well, our fans. There are probably about three people that are very yeah. angry. Yeah, it's uh, three really honest, crazy They're people. loud, though. Yes. But, uh, yeah, listen, Lindsay did the best she could. I mean, she failed. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, she tried. All right, let's move on. That's it. That's the top 100. And, again, Lindsay uh, hosting the top 100 uh, reaction show immediately following the two-hour. Yes. And a little, little bloated, but two-hour. Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, we have a one-hour review preview show. Ooh, fun. So if you need to get caught up on what you have missed so far, if you have, God forbid, missed any of the shows. Bro, you've you got to be a completist here. Exactly, yeah. Dan. You know, very smoothly going right past my second gripe with the list. I think I've oh, had. A, I've had enough gripes. I've had oh, enough gripes. Well, all right, throw it out there. We're I'll be quick. I just time. think Vontae Davis, fifty-nine. You kidding me? Mm. Come he's on, shut higher. down corner, and not he's the last rated cornerback. You want to take Vontae Davis they, over Connor Barwin? I might. I think it might have something to do with. They even showed it today on NFL Network, the Hard Knocks episode where he cried and called his grandmother when he got traded from the Dolphins. Players have not forgotten that yet. Why, that seems tender and human. Not in the NFL. There's no such thing as being tender. All right. Anyways, that's the end of my Sorry about that, Mark. (laughs) Sess. Sorry, old (laughs) Sess. All right. Moving on. Hey, before we um, get to the mailbag and, of course, Connor Orr, who, again, I tell Connor a certain time it's going to happen, and it just leaves the guy by the phone in the woods of New Jersey. It's going to be a little later, Connor. Sorry about that, buddy. But let's um, stop down a second, and and we picked our favorite 90s one-hit wonder. And on Wednesday, Lindsay was hard planning planning a TA, I think you were doing, Total Access, a couple top, days ago. Yeah. Or was it Top 100 yes, Prep, yes, whatever. Yes. And I said, I'm just going to leave this post-it right here on your desk. Pick, what's your favorite one-hit wonder of the 90s? I'm too busy for you to talk to me. Exactly. No, Put we, it in writing. No eye contact right. allowed with Lindsay when <laughs> right. I'm not in the studio. Just a hand straight up in the air. No time. Uh, Lindsay did, like that didn't come through yeah. on my nickname, did come through with her one-hit wonder, and here it is. 
Have you ever met a girl now. that you tried to date? But a year late <laughs> club, she wanted you. This is uh, Lindsay, introduce it. Just a friend, Miss yeah. Marquis. Yes. I mean, this, this puts a smile on your face. This is it does, classic. absolutely. There are a lot of songs from the 90s, and I will admit I Googled one hit wonders from the 90s just to refresh my memory. That's fine. And a lot of them were like, I don't really. If that song comes on, I'm kind of annoyed. Like, right. it's played too much, you know. Not this. But this one makes me smile. Yeah. And you, you don't good. really hear it very frequently. This was one of my finalists. Yes, it was. Yeah. And nice. in fact, it's I knew we, I knew, There's a knew there was something yeah. about you, Wes. Um, and then there was the video, which I watched today, which was funny. It opens with Biz Marquis and his friends all piled onto a park bench. It's the most homoerotic thing since Rocky and uh, Apollo. Uh, on the beach in Rocky 2. I mean, uh, these guys are all over each other. It's it's nice to see, though. They're friends. <laughs> Am I allowed to talk about that? I don't know. It seems fun. Oh, listen. But you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you. Lindsay taking it to the limit. This see, is this like is the, authentic. This is the story of my entire high school experience, this song. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. The lyrics really do check out. Um, right? I agree with you, Mark. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, there it is. Lindsay's one hit wonder. Uh, TD, do you You're have welcome. one you wanted to share? Oh man, '90s music, man. That's that's where I grew up. So I got I got I got something. All right, let's hear. All it. right, you want to hear it? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Might might not have heard this one, but it's it's a classic. Called, uh, Whoa! This was this was my number two during your suspension. Eagle Eye Cherry. Yes. Eagle Eye Cherry. Safe tonight. A oh, great man. video, by the way. Fantastic. This is me, 11-year-old me, summertime in London. Spent a lot of summers during the late 90s in London. And just going through the tube, going from Maidaville to Piccadilly Circus and <laughs> Trocadero and having a fun time. Like some some 90s song, and even I love the Bismarcky song, but it's a little like, you know, kitschy and a little fun in a cheesy way. This is just a legitimately great song. It's a good song. Awesome song. I'm just all in on Eagle Eye. There's a striking Where'd you go, buddy? to Webster Slaughter, by the way. <laughs> There's the football tie. Wasn't I, he... Uh, wasn't he his sister was like Nina, Nina Cherry. Cherry. Yep, yep. He came and went very quickly. But Nina Cherry, great choice. Is that the too. Buffalo Buffalo stance? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? yeah. Buffalo stance. Um, Katie, I was predicting Camp Low for you. See, I wanted to go a little something different. I wanted to go with something that you know. And I, I, I went back home a couple, like a month ago, for my sister's wedding. And for some reason, this song came back up, and I was like, man, this took me way back to the good old days. But like I said, it's not. <laughs> I was music. like five. Can I drop one more? Possible to drop one more. Uh, Getting greedy. Uh, Real quick. Sure, go ahead. All right, all right. So this is another 90s classic from the London all right. summer days. Ooh, I like this one back too. <laughs> this is good. There you go. <laughs> you but, can uh, only play this during the summer. Like, and I feel like true. you almost have to be driving a convertible or something. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. Yes. laughs> Fast moving the video, which randomly directed by uh, Tim Story, who did Fantastic Four, Think Like a Man, random. But uh, <laughs> it's like it's man. essentially just what uh, Lindsay described. A lot of fast moving, a lot of pace, yeah. you know. That's good, too. Good pick, TD. The TD. producer's always looking to drop two or more. Sully tried to do the same thing. We he told me. He picked blue, though, which is obviously. Okay. Eiffel 39? 60... 65, there we go. Classic. All right, that's good. All right, so let's hit the mailbag. Good job, everybody. A lot of good choices. We should put together some type of a Spotify playlist uh, with our one-hit wonders. Well, not if that's what they are. Yeah, horrifying. Uh, Right? That's, yeah. That's true. So let's go through the mailbag and uh, hit some questions uh, before we get Connor on the phone. How about this one? This from Tim Cummings, at TimC0212. Which written-off team is most likely to shock us all and win double-digit games? So let's go with teams. And, and actually, here's a good way to do this. There, we On our last week's show, we, ha- we picked 10 teams uh, that we said had no chance of going to the Super Bowl. So let me just pull that up. Oh, and the Bengals don't count. And we're not counting the Bengals. And I in my mailbag, I pulled them out too. Because they're going to win 10 games and then lose the first game. Exactly. Well, it's been to four straight playoffs, so that's not a shocker. They're going to do what they do. In retrospect, when I was writing the mailbag, I, I, we probably should have pulled them because they definitely stick out like sore thumb. But yeah, it's a, it's an emotional pick, the Bengals here. Here are the ten teams. You ready? Uh, or nine teams, I should say, that we decided were out uh, in, in terms of winning a Super Bowl. So which one of these teams could win ten games is the question. Here we go. Bears, Buccaneers, Browns, Jaguars, Raiders, Redskins, Texans, 
Titans and the Niners. Mark, I'll start with you. I'll go Texans. I mean, they won nine last year. I like their coach. I think that they – I don't like their quarterback situation at all, but that's a soft division that you can probably continue to inflate your win total. And if things went right, they could win 10. Well, I'll, I'll agree with that one. I think they're actually going to have fewer wins this year because their schedule's much harder. But out of all of these teams, I think they have the most talent. And I could see – I've knocked Brian Hoyer quite a bit, but I could see him at the command of a ball control offense that wins 10 games. I, you know what, I Mark, the Browns are eight and three last year. No, they were right seven and nine. <laughs> no, but they were eight and three at one point. Well, they or were seven, seven and, and three four right? at one point. Seven and four. Yeah. And then their quarterback play fell apart. This is still there's still pieces on this roster. What if just what if Josh McCown was good or decent? There's no. It's not crazy that the Browns could win ten games. I'm going to say the Browns of that list have a chance to that win ten games. That division, though, is what I would say is the opposite of the AFC South. That's Mark's not having your hope this year. No. I know. I'm trying hard to get it in you. Not how about how about the uh, how about the <laughs> poor choice of words? How about the Bucks and Jameis Winston in a bad division hits the ground running? They don't have enough. Good and away players. we go. No, they don't have enough depth and not enough good players. All right, I, and that's they've just got so far to go. I agree. All right, so both mine are terrible. That's fine, Lindsay. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I guess I like the Texans. I think that's a good option. Um, I don't believe in this at all, but um, maybe the Bears, just because they're the closest mm, already. Sucked in. Mm-hmm. Like if for whatever reason Jay Cutler doesn't suck next year, mm. then maybe. Good coaching staff. I mean, good coordinators. I mean, defense obviously needs some work, but mm, I think they're. I feel like they're the closest. The problem right? like, on defense and, and last year, that was inexplicable. Like, right. why were they as bad as they were? They that just, doesn't make any right. sense they to quit me. On so the coach. Yeah, I think the floor that fell has out. to be the anomaly. Yeah. I think the problem on defense is that all of their players are suited for the 4-3 scheme that they had, and now they're running a 3-4. A and it's opposite of Denver, where they're bringing in a 3-4, and all their players actually fit the 3-4. So it's, I think it's more of a – they're going to need a couple of years before they draft the right players for their system. This is one of the uh, questions I really like that we got. This is from Chris Blystone, at Chris Blystone. If your team could have J.J. Watt or two first-round picks in 2016 and again in 2017, what are you taking? Lindsay, you uh, seem to uh, First-round picks. So you're talking four number ones. Four number ones. Split in two. Do we know where those number one now, picks are going to be? Good point, Wes. And I know clearly you read my mailbag. I, like I do See? read all of your work. Um, I said the same thing. I need to know more info because if they're four top ten picks and let's say a number one, I'm still thinking about it. But at the end, unless there's an Andrew Luck uh, you know, type guy there, I am sticking with who the player that could end up being the greatest defensive lineman in the history of the game. So I say no with qualification. Could end up being the greatest defensive player in the history. Potentially. It's that the ceiling's that high. I, I tend to agree with you. Unless I'm guaranteed that those picks are in the top ten, I think I'd stick with the guy who's a game changer. I think it also depends what your team is. Are you you've got multiple holes all over the place and you're gonna just take JJ Watt? I'm gonna look at this from a losing team that needs to fill quarterback and other things. I'll go the picks. So you can get Brandon Whedon and Johnny Manziel. Well, hopefully well, I would do a better job than that. Better than that, yeah. Yeah, mm, That's fair. All right, yeah. next one. I think you need the picks. Then I find out it's four number 32 picks, and I made a terrible choice. Uh, ooh, another callback to our one-hit wonder discussion. This is from Alani at a perk <laughs> OH. Okay. Uh, how bizarre OMC totally overlooked during both uh, my mailbag and Sully seriously undersold Deep Blue Something Radio. So, Sully, behind the glass there, Lindsay, that's the man with the mustache. Uh, uh, on his Pandora, he puts Deep Blue Something, or Breakfast at Tiffany's, do you remember that song? Yeah. Uh, that is the song he tells the computer, or, or the hard drive of Pandora, however it works, use that to find all other different songs. Wait, well, Breakfast at Tiffany's? Yeah, well, pretty much every song we've listed, it's on that playlist. Like, Eagle Eye <laughs> Cherry... Take Me Higher, like all those, like all the ones, um, the Sunshine song you picked. Steal My Sunshine. Steal My Sunshine, it's all on there. I almost went How Bizarre, but I can't Did put you? it above some of the others. Well, can it was in can the we mix. hear some of How Bizarre? Because if my memory uh, is not, uh, you know, wronging me, this was one of the worst songs ever. Well, and it's like Lindsay said, How annoying. This was, this was awful. This was so bad. 
This song doesn't bother me. All right, wait a second. I like it. <laughs> I, it had its moments, but it is if genuinely is playing annoying. on the radio. Or are you stopping and listening? Or are great you question. No. no, I'm out. I'm out. You're out already? No, you I probably move, played you 20 seconds. I like this song. I mean, I've heard it. I've it's had its moment. I'm I'm over it. Granted, you have to wait like a minute before it. you even get to the first first good drop. Who's They've got time right. for that? It's to make you earn it. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, all right, we'll do one more and then we'll get Connor on the phone. Uh, was all right. Not good enough. Not good enough. Oh, there's some judgment. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I like I'm going to start calling out names. Ooh, yeah, this is Eric Robertson, dat bow tie. Uh, what one NFL player do you take with you into the world of Mad Max? I answered this in the mailbag. What's Mad Max? Mad I'm Max. Unfamiliar. You're not familiar either? It is an outrageous apoc- post-apocalyptic movie where you go on. Mark, you and I can answer this one. Yeah. Like what? It's like a t- He's like, two, like I was. 20-mile journey in one direction and then back. It's just, yeah, an all-out, uh, total nihilistic Everyone out for their own uh, best interest to get just goods or oil. You need somebody on your side. It's a death match, basically. I'm picking J.J. Watt. How is this not J.J. Watt? Well, I like J.J. Watt. Um, I'm having a tough time thinking of someone. I, you, need, you need, number one, an amazing – someone who can drive well. The best driver in the entire NFL. <laughs> How because it, the whole movie, it's, it's all vehicle based on Warfield. I'm not sure J.J. Watt is that guy. Dan Pastorini. No, I'm not going Dan <laughs> Pastorini. I got I to gotta think more about this. Drag race. Question. The only player I've even seen drive is Peyton, where he's like, Orange Barrel, Orange Barrel, reroute. I ain't taking him. No, I would not be taking Peyton Manning in a Mad Max scenario. <laughs> no, his head would literally fall off when they You have to go. J.J. Watt is the best answer. He's no way he's losing. For lack of any better pick. What, uh, I don't know. I'm, uh, guys, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting tired of the whole J.J. Watt thing. Oh, J.J. Watt. There's like been a little bit of overexposure this offseason. Yeah. A little bit, a little bit. Well, Hard Knocks is coming. So Henry made the same point recently, but still, I mean, he's great. What do you, you can't take that away. Well, no, for sure, but this the off-field persona is almost becoming a bit of a caricature now, almost a little bit. It's like, come on, J.J., slow it down a little. You know, stop tackling, stop staging tack, tackling guys. On the, the tackle at the that was a little band much. concert, yeah. yes. Mm. That was a little much. Finally, I'm sure it was fun for those in attendance, though, and that's really we have to send for. that sound to JJ Watt from us. <laughs> Finally, this <laughs> from Steven at Durinho. Uh Will you please play the San Diego Superchargers song and brighten up my week? I think we can do that, right, TD? I was. I always thought I saw this. Maybe we should do the sad version because Antonio Gates got suspended. Oh, but maybe it's better to do the happy Let's version back just up. because you know what. Rough life is good. Fans. It's your final year in San Diego, so they were a monumental mistake as the team of ATL. Steve, yes, Steven. No, were they the team? I don't remember anymore. Yes, uh, see, that's how bad they were. St- yeah, well, Steven from uh, Glasgow, Scotland. So let's let's cheer him up if a TD can come up with the song on that board. Hold up, got it. Nice. San Diego Superchargers, San Diego Superchargers. Damn. <laughs> it's called he a really falsetto, went Lindsay. For that. It's a falsetto. He loves that song. Who was that for? That was Steven? for Steven. Our host has such a myriad of uh, mental issues that it plays <laughs> out in our favor. I thought you were going to say show. skills, but I, okay. I did not think mental issues was coming out of his mouth next either. That was not fair, Mark. That's going to cost you the MVP, right? TD? Oh, yeah. I was in the running for we'll that. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. There you go, Steven. Uh, and, you know, Antonio Gates is coming back. Don't worry. All right. That's it for the mailbag. Uh, before we go, here we go. It's time to get him on the phone. You know, uh, this is the third time we've done this segment now, and and it's it's an important segment because Connor or our New Jersey correspondent, Lindsey, he, he's a great writer, former beat reporter for the Jets and Giants for the Star-Ledger. Familiar. But at the same time, sometimes he's got to get stuff off his chest, and if he okay. doesn't, he just explodes. Oh. He's basically the Incredible Hulk in real life. Uh, TD, you'll get that reference. Um so uh, that's why we bring him on the line. for, and, and it's a game or a segment we like to call, Are You Kidding Me? <laughs> Connor, are you there? I'm Lindsay, here. What's going Lindsay, on? Lindsay, on her off day, hand buried in her face. Face buried <laughs> in her face. Can't face believe bomb. this is why she's here. Uh, welcome, Connor, back for the third segment now with each each time. After the second time, we, we put it out on Twitter. Hey, should we keep doing this? 
overwhelmingly. Oh, yeah. In fact, I didn't get a single person on my feed, I don't know about you guys, that said get rid of that Connor Orr. I did get one person that said the guitar squealing was better than Connor Orr, but <laughs> nobody said they didn't like Connor Orr. So, Connor, you're back. Not for... in those words exactly. Right. Yeah. Is that what she just implied? <laughs> so, Connor, you're back, though, and this is, we just picked you up for the full season. So let's, let's get going on a good note. What, you know, what's bothering you this week? I would have to say, um, you know, based on just some of the research that I've done uh, recently on Twitter, I think that we can probably can our excitement and amazement over athletes being good at other sports besides the one that they're currently professional with. Like, you know, like Odell Beckham throwing a softball for a strike was just the most amazing thing I think that half of the people in the world has ever seen in their lives. And, you know. You know, Connor, this is that is a long. That was very long. Connor, this is. I need you to understand the the beats of your segment. You know, try to parse it out a little bit so we can drop in one of these bad boys. All right, go on. So, uh, to, to you're saying that we shouldn't be getting so excited about Odell Beckham or any of these athletes being JJ Watt on skates. JJ Watt on skates. Just that they're athletic, because of course they're athletic, right? Well, it's it's just like the best athlete at your high school was he only good at one. Sport, you know, like or like I can drive a car. <laughs> the Jack Rules. That one didn't deserve. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, did. don't sell yourself short. Are you kidding me? Keep confident. Um, yeah, but I mean, like, I, I can drive a car and a truck. Isn't that amazing? Like, you know, <laughs> a car and a truck. This guy can drive multiple vehicles. But if you put that on Instagram, nobody cares. You know, I've tried. <laughs> nobody cares, you know. So maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. That's oh. legit. It's legitimate. Lindsay. This is a valid concern. Your thoughts, Lindsay? Well, this speaks to the overexposure that I was just referencing. Like it that- gets to a point where maybe one one thing like this per off season is good and fun. Isn't it just because it's June and July and there's nothing else to talk about? So you have to stretch for Odell Beckham throwing a strike at a softball game. So- Connor, are you saying that these athletes, it's a little, uh, they're being a little braggarts. It's like, enough. No more. Just stick to your sport. We know you're good at anything, everything else. We don't need to hear about it. Well, their job is to professionally be in shape. And I think that comes with certain skill sets. Like Odell Beckham has to throw a million footballs. So, like, presumably you'd be able to throw a softball straight, right? Like, that. there seems to be some crossover there. No fatties allowed. We're all in shape. We're pros. <laughs> Connor Orr, how do you feel about Snapchat? What's Snapchat? Um, I mean, if it's used in the right way, I love it, you know? What, what is the right way? That's a good I question. I think the right way is to, like, uh, like, to wish your friend a happy birthday, but, like, in a visual <laughs> way, like, to just take a picture of your face and then draw a hat on top of it and then, like, you know, put some music on it. I think that's Don't be afraid to be wacky. They're your friends after all. What's the, what does Snapchat offer that Facebook or text messaging does not? The ability think, to go away. It deletes itself after a certain period of time. Really, it's the ability to be shady. You know. That's a yeah. yes. How is that good? No consequence. Wes, you're I not potentially the, the target I, audience I for Snapchat. No. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. I'm just off, I'm just asking what it what it's, it's, what is. You're not going to someone, be satisfied with anyone's explanation someone, of what it is. I can right, promise so you. So, in summation, uh, Connor. Enough with the athletes showing off and the Snapchat. Use it right, you creeps. Right? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Athletes can I feel like just do it. Just do it in your own sport. Stay in your lane. And your and your final your final comment, of course. Or are you kidding me? <laughs> there it is. That's it. Have a nice uh, weekend, Connor Orr. I was waiting Happy for that. Fourth of July, everybody. Happy Goodbye. Fourth of July, Connor. Nice meeting you. Um, I I have some constructive criticism for that segment. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Okay. I feel like it needs to start with an, or are you kidding me this? Mm. Or like every Ooh, single yeah. one, like you need that thrown throughout it bang, to bang, really bang. drive the segment home. Like this is why it's called, or are you kidding me? You're or, saying less guitar anthems. Or he could emphasize his point with, or are you kidding me? Yeah. That's yes, stuff. Exactly. That's, we'll have a But more frequently. Down. And then after he says, <laughs> or are you kidding me? Yeah. Or what? After the, or are you kidding me? Then you do the guitar. There you go. All right, we're workshopping it yeah. live on the podcast. I feel I like, like he really needs to turn himself into more of a caricature. Well, I guess from his I mean. angle, it was tough to get probably a word out. There's a <laughs> that's, outrageous that, guitar playing. That's and a recurring, you know, you know. That's part of the bit. 
And for those that yeah. don't know, I have a, my sound drop board, but that really is all Dan. He actually has a guitar in his hand, and he's just <laughs> that's riffing. True. Well, we, last week we said it was Connor playing the guitar. but Don't uh, reveal that, TD. Yeah. He also refuses to put any enthusiasm whatsoever into the Or You Kidding Me. That's my favorite part. That's <laughs> mine, too. You were yes. like, and finally he's like, Or You Kidding Me. Uh, all right. <laughs> that's it. That's it for the show. And, uh, Lindsay, thank you so much uh, for joining us once again. It was uh, you know, really delightful. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and good luck to you in the top ten reveal. Uh, we will not tell you what they are. You will find that out on your so own That is so messed up. I know. It is. <laughs> We're going to talk to the bosses after this. Uh, all right, so that's it. Dan, uh, you were going to win MVP, but you had to go forget about it again. So, I mean, so with that being said. he gives away an MVP every show. I would say well, Lindsay's won it before. She knows. Yeah. You know, it's a feeling we've all experienced, except Mark. But um. Oh. So a happy Wes is an MVP. Mark. Wes. Oh know? yeah. Wes hey, is Wes. happy today. He's been in a good mood. A lot of you know. Yeah. Debating if it's about some new women in his life. I know. I think it is. What? He revealed before the show. He started watching Game of Thrones. He's oh, getting into it. He doesn't why. want to admit he's getting into it. So. I'm not. That's not really why. I'm. Uh, I'm not really all in anyway. When the smoke monster from Lost showed up, that really. I don't know, and then the snow zombies or whatever they are. I don't, I don't really get into that you get nonsense. You're you get so far behind. Yeah. You get yeah. Will. Your MVP has so already good. betrayed you. Nice job. <laughs> and whole you, segment. And he really wasn't the also, MVP until about 30 Also, spoiler alert for those people away. from three years ago. It's about time they killed off <laughs> I added nothing to the show whatsoever. It was an absolute creep. Big spoiler alert. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Ow. If we have to, you know, bleep that out, we have Yeah. All right. Know, yeah, here we go. Right. Let's get out of here. Uh, this is uh, Dan Hansis signing off for The Quiet Storm, The Mailman. Linz? Did we come up with this yet? Lindsay Rhodes? Linz yeah. and Sess. L- old Linz oh, and yeah. Sess show. Lilo and Stitch. And Daddy Rich. Behind the glass, <laughs> this is da- Daddy Rich signing off. Until next week. Click that for your Emmy reel. What? what? You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.